This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. This topic kind of came up mostly from other comments I've gotten from other people, um, either through commenting in person about the podcast, things that I've done, plus just kind of th- different things that I've just talked about in person. And that is just going out and doing things alone. Because there's such a stigma for people to go to places or do things alone. Like there's just fear that you shouldn't be there. You shouldn't do this. Like this is meant for groups. It's meant for people. And and you shouldn't do it unless you have other people with you. And it's such, and honestly, it's a weird fear that I've heard from some people. Because a lot of people, once they get used to doing it, things alone, it's perfectly fine. It's literally just the fear from other people, reactions to you, and what they what the belief is of why you shouldn't there because like well if you go out here alone that that means you're lonely and that's not healthy and now you're just gonna die alone and like shit like that like they're just people just get dramatic and there is no absolute reason why you can't do shit like that it's the same idea where that one woman thought that no one without kids should ever go to disney world or disneyland which is ridiculous you grew up with this shit that disney's been going on for fucking decades why can't people who grew up with it also enjoy it? I mean, some of those rides are not for little kids anyways. So what do you expect for some of the older people? The same thing with just going and doing things alone. And so I definitely want, I think these are like, these are my top four things of what people should do alone. Like you actually should try at least once. Honestly, there'll be a little, there'll be an extra one on that too. But doing something alone can really get you to pay attention to things. Like, there's no one there to distract you. You don't have to half... You can't half-ass it. Like, if you want to just sit there, you can't do an activity and... Like, I'm going to go through it and come back. No, because you're the only one there. You're the only one picking the stuff out. You're the only one actually experiencing it. First one is shopping. And this can be anything. Groceries, clothing, whatever else. Man, you have no idea how much I love going grocery shopping by myself especially since I have during the days and the weekdays to go because there's hardly anyone there or just enough people that are in and out kind of quick or other people here meandering like me I love being able to feel the vegetables take some samples if there's any samples walk around if I'm with the if it's crowded and shit like that or if I'm with someone else, there's always an agenda. There's always, like, moving with the crowd kind of shit. And if I'm there and it's not busy by myself, I remember shit that I didn't put on my list. I start exploring. I've just That's the only time I've ever tried other food. Because, like, ooh, this looks like a really good glaze to put on salmon. Let me try this. Or this looks like a really good sauce. Maybe I should try having this with pasta and having with the, this kind of meat. Different stuff like that. Or I'm just kind of like, oh, man, I haven't made th- something like this in a long time because I stopped. I'm like, oh, I used to get stuff for mushrooms. Why haven't I hang on mushrooms in a while? Because I-, I make two different meals for it or stuff like that. Clothes shopping definitely is something that I have and have, like going by myself on because sometimes you just you want to just not have outside opinions. And when it comes to most places, well, I'm thinking like smaller boutiques. 
sometimes like a Marshalls or TJ Maxx, you can get other people's opinions and they're kind of like, yeah, that looks okay with you. And it's all you need where there's all this extra baggage with friends and family about whether or not you should wear something. Because like I had one time where I, I had a friend I went shopping with a lot of different times for a few years. And I never could, I was never able to wear purple because that was her color. So anytime I ever picked something out that had any kind of purple in it, it may not even be freaking full-time purple. But I couldn't get it. And she'd always be like, oh, I don't know, that color just makes you look shallow or, or shallow, shallow, whatever the word is. Like, or, or that, that fit and everything else. She would try any way to get me to not have the shirt. Or you just have some people who are just, they don't like themselves in skinny jeans. So they don't think you should wear skinny jeans because whatever else. Or you just have some family members or friends who are just not very nice to you about shit. And sometimes you just need your own opinion. You just need to kind of be separated from it all. And that's really nice to do. Especially when somebody stores when you just kind of like, I don't know if I'm really into the style or not or different things. You kind of can just look at it without really any emotion. At least that's for me. Like I don't have too much of, oh, I'm just too fat to wear this or something else like that. I'm a little more confident. I'm not sure the confidence is the word, but I'm a little more, I can experiment a little more because no one else is there to make an opinion. We're like, I've never worn this style of shirt before or this color. So let me try it on in the dressing room and just see it in the mirror with the good lighting and no one else sees me. So if it does look like shit, I'm not embarrassed because no one else saw it. And that's kind of the nice thing. And I know some of you women out there completely understand me the love of being able to go through a Target with no agenda and no, like, time limit. Like, I like, I love being able to just look through there. I'll go up and down all the aisles. The thing is, I'm actually pretty good at not buying a cartload if I'm literally only there for, like, two things. Like, okay, I got a couple things from the grocery aisle, but I'm going to look through their hair care products. Or I just really want to see what they have for, like, different pillows decoration things whatever else it's just nice because also again you kind of go through I'm like oh i kind of needed those command strips i really need a new one this i'm like i could probably get some batteries and you won't notice that because you have too many other people around or you're too busy trying to get shit done to actually pay attention number two movies and i know sometimes it sucks because you want the experience of talking to your friends about it or your kids really would enjoy going to a movie and everything else. But sometimes it's really nice to be the only person there. You get whatever, whatever the hell you want to eat or not eat. You can sit wherever you want. And the nice thing about that is that you can move whenever. If someone around you is annoying you, but it's kind of a busy place. If you have two, three, four people, you can't really move. If you're by yourself. You can go anywhere. There's an open seat. You don't have to worry about people kicking you. You don't have to worry about anyone else's. Well, I like sitting in the very back, or I like sitting in the very front, or I can't sit in the middle. I don't... Weird thing, too. Who the fuck does want to not want to sit in the middle if you had the chance to sit in the middle of a movie theater? You really want to sit sideways? Side note. Sorry. But also, kind of, the thing is, I've had times where I've had friends go to midnight showings, and they loved it, but not enough to go see it again. So, no one else around me wants to see the movie. I don't want to wait like, I would, there's certain ones. Like, there's really good action movies. There's Marvel movies. All this, that stuff like that. You want to see in theaters. Or there's different genres where I I really do like 
like maybe a comedy that no one else wants to see. There's no reason why you can't see it just because no one else wants to go with you. And this is not like a all the time kind of thing. This is just don't be afraid. Don't feel like shit because you don't have anyone to go with you or actually go there and you're the one by yourself. It's just kind of like, hey, I had this is the circumstances. That's what it is. Number three is museums or art shows. I love, I love that people would love to go with me on that. I, I, we do enjoy. It's nice to have a discussion and stuff like that. But when I don't, when our schedules don't always fit together, or there's only there's like an exhibit that only happens for a certain amount of time, sometimes you just have to go it alone. And I also I loved being able to do certain things alone because. If you find a piece in a museum or art show and everything else and it just calls to you, you can sit there and just stare at it. I had this one time, I went with a couple of friends and the whole, this one room, they, they were like completely done with it. But the one painting, it's my favorite painting or one of my two favorite paintings in the Minneapolis Institute of Art and it's called Lucretia. Lucretia. I don't know the language very well. If anyone knows, has been there, knows his paint, painting. It's a gorgeous painting. I love the backstory of it. It's just such detail. Such The coloring is just so dark, but yet so rich at the same time. And every time, the very first time I saw that, I wanted to sit there and just stare at it. I wanted to look at every little detail. And I seriously sat there and stared at it for a good 30 minutes. But my friends were getting a little antsy. I'm kind of like, you can move on. This place has got several floors, hundreds of rooms. Like, move on. I will... I will have other areas where I will skip certain things or I barely will look at. And that's how it is. But it's like, you can have your own experience. You can sit there and you can talk to people. Just just because you're not coming there with other people doesn't mean you can't talk to other people. You can ask like the security there, the people in the museum, the kind of more information. You can just sit there and marvel in the spot that you want to sit and do. Or if honestly, the op- opposite is completely true, where this is not your style at all and you're with someone else who absolutely loves it <clears throat> i absolutely hate modern art i don't get it it bores me and i had to go for some school thing years ago where i was in the modern art museum and i was just i had to be there i showed that i was there i had to take it and everything else to show the class that i did it and Man, did I walk through everything? I'm like, well, that's boring. Woo, that's string. Or the one, oh, that one room was really fucking creepy. There was some weird exhibit. They had like a old style World War II videos, like footage going off, and the walls are covered, decapitated, and tortured Barbie dolls. I don't know why. There was no explanation. There was hardly any like plaques there. Like this means this, that means that, da, 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 or anything. It was just weird shit like that. Yeah. My ass walked right out that room because what the hell? But yeah, I was with someone. I was a couple other like classmates doing stuff. And one girl just sat there and watched the videos. And she just kind of looked around. And I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm moving on. I'll see you later because this is boring. Number four is conference. I love going on conferences because whether or not it's for work or for fun, at least to go for part of the time by yourself, because then you can kind of get in, you can go to any of the sessions you want to go to. 
You can sneak your ass out whenever you need to. You just need to show up sometimes. You can take your breaks whenever you want to. Like, there's no pressure to go to different places because so many people are just so scared. Like, I don't want to sit there by myself. No one knows each other. Who cares? Especially when it comes to some of these business ones. There's not many people. You know certain people after a couple of years, you kind of meet up. You have some of your coworkers. I mean, I have, I go to the Paganicon, which is a pagan conference up here in Minnesota. I go over here. I have a lot of friends that I hang out with and everything else. But most of my sessions, I go by myself. You go to wherever you want to go to. I meet up with them at lunch sometimes. Sometimes I don't. We all meet up a little later for the costume ball at the end. But that's that's all. That's I don't. I don't feel like I have to be a part of everything. I don't feel like I have to not go. Like especially the first time I went, I knew nobody. Nobody in the pagan community at all. I'm very solitary in that sense. I mean, I knew about one of my favorite shops being a vendor there. That's about it. But I had I knew nobody. But a lot of these times, these conferences have ways for you to meet people they have like speed friending they have different like happy hours or things that are made for you to start talking to people to figure out who's around you what things to do and stuff like that so you don't a lot of these things are kind of meant for finding new people meeting up with stuff and just things like that so there's no honestly there's no reason to feel bad or not go to a conference just because no one you know wants to go like, for a while there, I didn't go any anime conferences because my few friends who did go had kids or couldn't do it for work. And that's completely understandable. So I'm like, I still want to go for a day. I didn't want to go for the whole three-day weekend. Just paid for a ticket and went by myself. There you go. And so for a bonus place that people should go alone or things to do alone, it's honestly a vacation. Oh, my God. You have no idea how much I love going on vacation by myself. Yes, you need to be careful on your safety, whether or not pickpockets, whether or not you think taken was like kind of real. Some areas it is. Whether or not it's for your health, all the different things. But going by yourself is kind of one of those things where you just, it's quiet. You can find places to talk to people when you want to. You don't have to worry about anyone else figuring, like making all the decisions on where you go, what you do. You don't have to worry about overspending because it's just you. You're like, I want to eat all this stuff. Like, I went to Greece by myself and I hardly spent any money there because I looked around at all the free stuff. I made sure where we stayed. Like, I didn't feel any pressure to spend anything because I could just enjoy myself by walking around, taking pictures, looking, especially with Greece, all the outdoor architecture and all the different things. And of course, when I went there, the it was the anniversary of the marathon, so all the museums were free. I decided on that on accident. And if I went with someone else, we would have went on a different day. Because everyone else wanted a certain time. They wanted a certain they wanted to go to the beaches and everything else. I could care less about the beach. I love sitting at it, but I can't spend all my time at the beach. Bores the hell out of me. Cause I don't really care about the water. I'm not a water person. But I Went to Greece a little bit earlier in the year, so a little cooler, so there's no time to go swimming, but I still hit an island, uh, Mykonos? Yeah, I went to Mykonos, went around the the main town area, just explored. 
And that was just great for me. It gave me also a chance to really hone in a lot of my photography when I first started out. And I, I met some other people around there to help me out. Of course, every hotel, hostel, everything else has helpful people and people to talk to. There's always different places to go for bars and restaurants and everything else. You could talk to people there so you don't feel alone. And honestly, especially in Europe, being a woman by yourself, you treat it a lot nicer because everyone else is like, oh my God, you can't be by yourself. Are you okay? How are you, sweetie? And so I got a lot of free shit too, which might have been helpful because I was a little more younger and I wasn't ugly. Not going to say I'm a beautiful person or anything else, but at that point in time, I was not an ugly person. And that probably helped a lot of these different people kind of like, oh, let me come eat with us or help with this or let me get you someplace or help you get um, around so you're not by yourself kind of thing. And that was great. No one honestly made me feel bad for being by myself. They were kind of like surprised in the sense because it's not a normal thing. As in normal as in regular, not normal as in you're really fucking weird for not doing it. So don't feel the pressure to have to do everything with other people. Enjoy your time alone. And actually, and also when you do your alone time, don't always feel like you have to do something at home. You can always, like, people are so used to people going to coffee shops, bookstores, libraries by themselves. Why can't it be things that are not quiet? For going out and doing alone. So shopping, movies, museums, conferences, and it's a bonus, traveling. So get out there. Do more stuff by yourself. Like just because you're alone doesn't mean you have to be doing stuff at home all the time. You can still be out. You can be alone in your own little bubble out in the world too. I do it all the time. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the introverts bubble or courageous creativity. 